Welcome to Beyond the Lines. I'm your host, Jason Davis. You can follow this podcast on Facebook at Beyond the Lines Podcast, Instagram at Beyond the Lines Podcast, and also on Twitter at underscore Beyond the Lines. This episode is sponsored by Samify Crafts. If you're looking for that unique and special gift for birthday, holiday, wedding, or any other special event, go to SamifyCraftsShop.com. They are your one-stop shop for all your gift needs. They specialize in custom gifts at an affordable price. Not only will you find great gift ideas on SamifiedCraftsShop.com, you'll also find all of your Beyond the Lines podcast t-shirts, tank tops, water bottles, and backpacks. So go to SamifiedCraftsShop.com to order your merchandise and gifts. You can also follow them on Facebook at Samified Crafts. This is episode 16, and today I'll be talking about from the locker room to the boardroom. Approximately 40% of women's college teams are actually coached by women. Approximately 30% of youth sports coaches are women. Across professional sports, women continue to be underrepresented in front offices. Because sports is so male-dominated, the leadership that is usually given, whether it's guidance on how to lead or actually being led, is from men. But women approach things differently and have diverse thoughts to offer that can help men and women find success in sports. Developing women leaders and developing skills for women to be future leaders is good for business. Women are historically underrepresented in sports and tech, but diverse businesses are more successful. Growing leaders is so critical for businesses at every stage of their life cycle. Unfortunately, there are still girls and women who don't know that they can be head coaches, VPs, and CEOs. No industry probably displays this lack of diversity at its highest levels than sports consulting. The sports consulting market is predicted to surpass the $15 billion mark by 2025. Sports consulting is responsible for the growth of the sports industry, its players, athletes, and teams. Sports consultants who are aware of the sports market help athletes, sports teams, and organizations in marketing. They assist in finalizing sports business deals, which may vary from corporate sponsorship of major sports events to helping individual athletes in making profits from endorsement deals. Independent sports consultants and consulting firms deliver strategic analysis, advice, and helps to predict the probable outcomes for future investments to be made in marketing and sponsorship. Here are a few services provided by sports consultants. Number one, making strategies. They make significant direct digital, social, and mobile relationships with the fans and sponsors. Also, they make fan bases outside the local region using their marketing strategies and networks. Number two, sponsorship evaluation. Total sponsorship evaluation is a service offered by the consultants where they give an entire overview on how a sports sponsorship program is doing. And number three, other services such as financing, market research, and media evaluation are under the umbrella of what sports consultants can do. Sports consultants are entitled in reviewing and analyzing sports industry trends. Based on their analysis, sports consultants provide necessary advice for sales improvement and changes of client performance. Consultants with years of experience bring in external support for understanding the trends and behavior. They know when to ask, how to ask, and creates a service that supplements their clients' core business objectives. They advise athletes on making correct plans, help them to understand how valuable they are in the sports business. Here's a bit of information that you may or may not know. This is based on a report commissioned by American Express in 2019. On the topic of women-owned businesses in the United States, 
More than 11.6 million firms are owned by women, employing nearly 9 million people and generating $1.7 trillion in sales as of 2017. Women-owned firms, which is 51% or more, account for 39% of all privately held firms, contribute 8% of employment, and 4.2% of revenues. On the topic of businesses owned by women of color, 5.4 million firms are majority owned by women of color in the United States. These firms employ 2.1 million people and generate $361 billion in revenues annually. On the topic of million-dollar businesses, one in five firms, or 20%, with revenue of $1 million or more is women-owned. 4.2% of all women-owned firms have revenues of $1 million or more. Now, let's meet this episode's special guests. So my special guests today are Christian Ross Francis. She is the CEO and co-founder of Up Next Sports Consulting. She's a former college basketball player at Jarvis Christian College. She specializes in strategic communications. She has an expertise in brand perception, event management, and social media marketing. She's also the founder of Life Above the Rim and a former general manager of Game Day Operations Manager for Dallas Skyline. We also have Celia Newman. She's also the CEO and co-founder of Up Next Sports Consulting. She's a marketing branding strategist. She has a BS in athletic training from the University of Tennessee at Martin. She has a master's in sports wellness and leadership from Austin P. University. She's the founder of Elite Level Prep Incorporated and also the founder of She Got Game League. Ladies, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. It was a great introduction. <laughs> well, you're welcome. Thank you for being on the show. No problem. So today we're talking about from the locker room to the boardroom. So first, explain to those who aren't sure what sports consulting is, Christian. So sports consulting is we pretty much assist athletes to get to the next level to where they want to be. We help them and guide them in the right direction for as the right school to pick, having a backup plan. Also, if they want to start a business and just understanding the business side of basketball or sports in general. And so that's where we come in. We come in and we pretty much help assist them to get to the next level, not only on the court, but off the court as well. Okay, and what was your lady's inspiration to start your own sports consulting company, Celia? Um, basically, we just saw a need for it. We're both genuine. We both have an athletic background, and we care. Like, we just really genuinely want to help these athletes. When we met on Instagram, it was basically we had the same vision with the concept of helping athletes, and we just kind of put our minds together, and it just exploded overnight, basically. Okay, and when did the doors open for Up Next Sports Consulting? Soon as the pandemic hit. So we launched during the pandemic. From there, it's like doors was opening from there. We started getting clients. We started having people reach out to us for our assistant to help them. And that's when the door really opened for us. And we just knew from there. Because at first, we was kind of skeptical. We was kind of scared. Like, we don't know if we want to start just yet. But as soon as we launched it, we was like, forget it. Let's just launch it, put it out there. And as soon as we put it out there, we got good feedback. And from there, it was just like, okay, yeah, we're doing the right thing. We're on the right track. And let's just get to the end goal or to the next level to help these athletes. Now, what was one of the or two of the trepidations for starting it right away? Because you said you weren't sure if you wanted to start it right then. So what was those things that made you hesitant about starting it? It was a little bit of fear. I understand that. <laughs> We've been planning to start it for a minute, but we just felt like the timing wasn't right for us starting it. But as soon as the pandemic hit, we kind of came together and was like, this is the perfect time 
to really come together, plan, and just work on getting clients and also just figure out exactly how we can help these athletes to get to the next level. So the pandemic was really the goal for us. We can have time to, like, sports was on the whole. Mm -hmm. And so we was just like, okay, now we can just start planning and getting things together. And then by 2021, when everything is kind of coming back to being normal, that's when we can really go full force. Hit the ground running. Pretty much. (laughs) Now, Celia, how difficult was it to start a sports consulting business, and what are some of the challenges you face in an industry that is so male-dominated? I think the only challenge we really faced was just getting men to trust us, that we know what we're doing. We have the academic and, you know, athletic background to handle what's thrown our way. So it really was just trusting. Once we get the athletes to trust us, they see that we're genuine, we're loyal, that we can handle it. It was an easy, smooth transition. But really, it was just the trust factor of these men trusting that women can handle and get the job done. Back in March, I did an episode about women in male-dominated sports. And I had a 15-year-old female wrestler, and she was from Houston. And I talked to her about being in wrestling and considering she's in high school. Talked to her about there's women in NFL sports. There's women in, in the NBA, Major League Baseball. They're in powerful positions, general manager positions, coaching positions. And I asked her what she thought about women in male-dominated sports. Her quote was, female empowerment. Women can do anything. What is your thought, Christian, about women in male-dominated sports? I love it. I love it. I think our time is now. It's a lot of women setting goals and raising the standards or raising the bar for other women to come in and just really dominate. I think it's an amazing thing because women, we've been counted out for years, especially black women. I don't never want to just put race on it, but as black women, people kind of put us in a category of, oh, we're difficult to work with, or we have attitude problems, or we angry at the world, or we this or we that, but it's not even the case. It's just like we're about our business, and we got a goal in mind. When we have a goal in mind, our mind is set on getting there, and we don't care about anything else like we just right. trying to get to that main goal go for I it i just think it's a good look for us now um that women are being a part of the nba the nfl and things like that because it shows that younger girls and next generation that you can do anything you put your mind to and so that's really why i'm so an advocate of women in sports because it's our time it's our time and i think We all work hard to get there, and we all deserve to, you know, get our shine on. Men get their shine on all the time, so I feel like it's our time. Celia, what are your thoughts on women in male-dominated sports? Like she said, the time is now, and I also feel like the reason we're gaining so much momentum is more women are coming together. We're a part of so many uh, women in sports groups, and we network, and we all communicate with each other, and we're actually networking and helping each other, so I think that's why... Like she said, the time is now and why we're getting so much exposure because more women are coming together and helping each other out. What is your opinion on the name, image, and likeness debate that's going on right now, Christian? I'm kind of on the fence about it. (laughs) I feel like it's a great opportunity for the athletes, and I feel like it's a great opportunity for people like me and Cece to help guide those athletes. But my only thing is how the school is going to be taking, like, a huge percentage from these kids. Y'all still making money off the kids Mm -hmm. regardless, even though they bringing in the endorsements and stuff like that. But you want to take up to 75% of their profit in order for them to make money. Because a lot of these athletes, they don't really get that much money. They probably get a stipend at the most. And you can't survive off a stipend monthly 
from a thousand to maybe two thousand exactly. dollars you expect for food, clothes, mm. all that. Right. I feel like it's a good opportunity, but right. on the other end, it's just I feel like more people are gonna try to take advantage of athletes, the younger athletes. Uh-huh. The school is gonna be still taking money from them, mm-hmm. and I feel like now they set their rule, but I feel like still like a lot of athletes are gonna try to skip college. Mm-hmm. So that's why they coming up with the overtime league. They allowing these kids to go to the G League and stuff like that. I don't know if it's gonna help. Or it's going to hurt. But Mm -hmm. either way, I'm for it. And I want to help athletes to get those endorsements and make money. Right. But I'm a strong advocate on athletes starting a business or figuring out other ways to make money. Keep most of it for themselves. Exactly. Invest. Right. All of that. Exactly. What are your thoughts on that, Celia? I just feel like that's kind of where we come in. And it's perfect timing now. Like We're about to launch our course specifically on these topics to really help these athletes help them start their businesses, their foundations, helping them get other ways of income outside of their sport so that they can thrive and they can survive and do well, even outside of once they get done playing ball. Absolutely. And I've said a number of times on this show, if you follow the money, that'll get you a true understanding of how things work when it comes to sports. It's, you know, even they talk about amateurs, amateur athletics, there's no such thing as amateurs. That's just a title because it's all money making. If you follow the money, That'll get you your answers. So finally, ladies, and I'll start with you, Celia. From a business and a career standpoint, what advice would you give to youth, and particularly young ladies, who would consider getting into the sports consulting industry? I would basically tell them, like, I'm a firm believer of believe it, write it down, and take action. If you have the dream, do it. Don't let anyone distract you or tell you you can't. Just honestly believe in yourself, stay true to your vision, and just push forward and make it happen. As far as women, we get discouraged or we get put down and we don't continue on to our dreams because we let people around us discourage us. Find you a good circle. You know, I've met Christian on Instagram and we built such a good friendship. I'm closer to her than some of my friends that I've known for years, you know. So you just have to find that network, lock in and just follow your dreams. Don't let anyone discourage you. I absolutely agree. I couldn't agree with you more. Christian, from a sports standpoint, what advice would you give to a youth athlete when it comes to life after sports? Life after sports is always have a backup plan. It's very important when playing a sport, you got to understand you're not going to play forever. When I was younger, when I was on the blacktop, I'm like, oh, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. I'm going to (laughs) go WNBA, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And I I didn't have a backup plan. So through life, I pretty much was trying everything. I done modeled, I done... Did pretty much everything just to try to figure out what exactly what I wanted to do. I turned my back on basketball because I got hurt. So I was just like, okay, I got hurt. I don't want to. I don't want even want to fool with basketball anymore. But then a few years ago, I was just like, athletes really need my insight on a lot of stuff. They really need my insight. How can I prevent them going through the same thing I went through? And so my thing is like, always have a backup plan. Understand that you can always stay around the sport. You just necessarily don't have to play, but you can always be around the sports. And then you got to understand as well, just create your business and create your own lane. Because at the end of the day, if you stay in your own lane and and create a good business, everything else will follow. I agree. I, you said it perfectly. How can listeners reach you or find out more information about Up Next Sports Consulting? 
So they can reach us on our Instagram at UpNextSportsConsultant. And also our website is www.UpNextSportsConsultant.com. And we also have our email address if you have any questions or you need assist with anything at UpNextSportsConsultant at gmail.com. Christian, Celia, I truly appreciate you ladies being on the show. I can't thank you enough for being on. I think your information is very powerful, and I think it's going to help a lot of young athletes, in particular young ladies, moving forward. Uh, I wish you ladies much success in the future. I'm happy with you guys' success. I hope you guys continue to grow. I look forward to hearing more about you ladies and your business and you guys becoming better than the men. So I wish you ladies best of luck, and thanks again. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Once again, I'd like to thank Christian Ross Francis and Celia Newman, both of Up Next Sports Consulting, for joining the show. So what are the three takeaways from today's episode? Number one, despite the obstacles you may face, chase your passion. Number two, let your passion drive you. There's a saying, if you turn your passion into your career, you'll never have to work another day in your life. And number three, don't let someone's opinion of you be your reality. Keep chasing your dreams. That concludes episode number 16. If you enjoyed this episode, I ask that you tell a friend to tell a friend. If you enjoy this podcast, I ask that you subscribe. Please tune in next week for the next episode. And as always, thanks for listening. Take care. 